Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Sports Radio 99 The Game, 99thegame.com, the Odyssey app. Mark Zeno joined by Smoke and Joe Patrick. Ooh. As we are outside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Wade Ford Tailgate Show brought to you by Wade Ford Atlanta's Ford dealer. Want to get into the, the Falcons defense here as they get set to take on the Vikings coming up at 1 o'clock. Of course, Atlanta Falcons Network pregame show coming up at 11 o'clock right here on the game. Crowd starting to filter in here. Um, it is a beautiful fall Sunday afternoon outside of the bends. Uh, Joe, though, some of us are not feeling so healthy. Yeah. And that brings us to our energy report brought to you by the Fire Shower from the W Sauce Bigger, Better, Bolder, and now Spicier. Visit WSauce.com and find a Fire Shower re- retailer near you. What's going on? Who's banged up? We know both teams are dealing with a ton of injuries. Yeah, both teams are dealing with a lot of injuries and some uh, some significant ones. I think on the Falcon side, one we're most concerned about, the most important one, Drake London, going to be out of this game with a groin injury. Does that mean Kyle Pitts will actually help my fantasy team he, today? I think he probably will. I, mean, I think there's a good chance that Kyle Pitts has a big game in, in this one. I will say, though. If he doesn't, I'll, I'm coming for you. I, I, you know that. I'll say also that, uh, you know, Taylor Heineke, in his role as the scout team quarterback for this team, has had a lot more reps with Kadero Hodge, Scotty Miller, these types of receivers. So if you are in fantasy and you're looking for maybe one of those long shots in a, in a big kind of DraftKings or something, um, that could be a play to go to, 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 to hook up with one of those guys. Uh, DeMarco Hellams also won't play in this game. I know it's not a name that a lot of people think about, but he has been playing more this season. Of course, the team got rid of Jalen Hawkins and uh, has kind of moved DeMarco Hellams into that role. He's been playing a lot more in their dime packages, um, so they'll be with Without him today, we might not see some of those packages as much. And then fullback Keith Smith, who's been a you know a long time um, guy that Arthur Smith really relies upon, is not also not going to play. Team has elevated a par- t- Tucker Fisk off the practice who? squad. Yeah, yeah, you don't know who he, he's a he's a he's one of those like grungy guys with super long hair who just like plays fullback and hits people and will never Tucker touch the ball. Fisk? Tucker Fisk. <laughs> Doesn't that just sound like a fullback who will never touch the ball in an NFL game? Yeah, I guess um, so. On the Vikings that side, a lumberjack. On the Vikings side, of course, uh, Kirk Cousins going to miss the rest of the season with a so, torn Achilles. So bad for that. I mean, it's like, brutal. You can't feel bad for Kirk Cousins. He's made like, oh, I don't know, $300 million over the last <laughs> yeah, seven he's, years. He's, he's, so don't feel bad for Kirk right, Cousins. Right, but right. but he know. was he was like just starting to feel himself, it felt like, when he got uh, hurt. They I, were rolling I, in that game. He, I am not here for any Kirk Cousins slander, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, the guy's I mean, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. He was playing great. He was dicing up the, the Packers, and they've really gotten Jordan Madison going, too, in that offense without uh, – um, 
what's his name? The 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 receiver, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that guy. The, that that one guy who yeah. may that also be who, in the MVP com- contest if he was uh, healthy this by year. By the way, but, not that anybody cares, and I say this fully caveated that any, nobody listening actually cares. My number one overall draft pick of fantasy. Justin Jefferson. Oh. My quarterback in fantasy, oh, no. Kirk Cousins. No, no. You were going for that, that little stack there. <laughs> it was working so well the first four weeks. It's all gone to hell in a hand. <laughs> oh, man. They're also going to be uh, without Dean Lowry, a uh, defensive end, and then they got okay. a few questionable guys who will be game-time decisions. You're going to le- hear more about them on the uh, pregame show. Brian Asamoa, Jalen Naylor, Anybody and in the Chris offensive Reed. line. Yeah, Chris Reed for the offensive line. And then the Vikings also got rid of Ezra Cleveland, another one of their guards. Um, at the trade deadline, so there's going to be a little mixing and matching for them on that side. Let me ask you this. This defense has been excellent all year long. How long will it take us to notice the absence of Grady Jarrett, if at all? I think probably not so much in this particular game, but... Because I stink. (laughs) Jarrett Hall, no good. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, But I think by next game, it's going to be quite noticeable. And I think it was noticeable in the ten- second half of Tennessee game. Was it, it, it? Will it be more noticeable in the run game or the pass game? I think probably in the in the run game. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, you know, the, he's been doing all he can the past game, but ultimately you got to have the edge rushers that get home. They're the ones who have the, the best opportunities. Well, okay, so you, you, you're setting me up quite perfectly here, and this is why you and I are, are quite the tandem. Um, we talked so much at the beginning of the show about the Vikings blitz rate. Yeah. Okay, and how much they are blitzing. Um, highest in the league this year uh, and, and uh, at 57%. And it's That's one insane. Of, 57% blitz rate. You, I mean, it's it really is something that is just, you know, you, you, you don't expect that to see. Um, so, and, and 527 for the Vikings. The next closest is the Giants, another bad defense at 43.1, followed by the Patriots at 40.2. Um, everybody else is 38% or less. Now, the Vikings have a very high blitz rate. The Falcons do not. They're, they're 24.2%. When you talk about pressure rate in the NFL, you know who has the highest pressure rate in the NFL? The New York Jets. You know who has the second highest pressure rate in the NFL? I don't know. The Atlanta Falcons. Do they really? Yes. Number two. Second highest pressure rate in the NFL. You want to know who has the highest quarterback knockdown rate in the NFL? Is it the Falcons? It is the Atlanta Falcons. Wow. So, again, for all the people who work at this station and beyond, they don't get any sacks. They don't get any sacks. <laughs> they can't get to the quarterback. They can't get to the quarterback. That is how they sound. That is how they sound. No, they can. And they yeah. are clearly affecting things. And ask yeah. him. Look, we've had this conversation with Arthur Smith, and you've been there when I've asked him these specific questions. Yep. I get that sacks are important. And I get that sacks as negative plays can greatly affect the outcome of the game. I'm not denying that. But to say the Falcons can't get to the quarterback is flat-out incorrect. It is wrong. You are saying a lie. And it is something that needs to be recognized that for a team that doesn't get a whole bunch of sacks, per se, um, because when you look at them, the Ravens lead the league in sacks with 31. The Falcons have 15. That is the second-fewest in the league behind the Bears who have 10. But the Falcons, Texans, Giants, Rams, Saints, Patriots, all 15 sacks. Yeah, and you want to know why? There's so many people complain about the edge rushers, and certainly I would have my critiques of the edge rushers as well. But one of the reasons why the Falcons create so many pressures, David Animata has been one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL and when as a uh, pass right and right. Let, 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 me, let, me send you, let me send you something else here that's okay. going to like blow this. your mind. I like this. Okay, because I hope, I, hope, I hope people are paying attention. Mention that blitz rate. Falcons, 24%, right? That's in the bottom third of the league. 
probably like 12th from the bottom. Yet, they don't send people, but they have the second highest pressure rate and the highest quarterback knockdown rate. You know what that allows them to do? Leave more dudes in coverage so you can't throw on them. Yeah, yeah. And I think that they're, they're playing a lot of like tight physical man coverage at the line of scrimmage. I think that that's what's helping this this, this pass rush like get able to be able to affect the quarterback. Yes. Gives them gives them some time it so that they can get works to the together. back. Because if you saw this team last year, they would play off coverage so much ah, under DPs. Man. DPs, he, he, listen, he didn't have talent to work with. He was trying to limit teams' points, and the other teams were able to march down the field on the Falcons. And actually, the Falcons' red zone defense last year was pretty good, all things considered. But it was so frustrating because it just felt like that defensive line, they didn't even have a chance to get the quarterbacks because any time the quarterback wanted to, he can get out of his hand to a, to a guy who's running the hitch in, in the slot or something. So um, it's so much more fun watching this Falcons' defense because they're just they're so tenacious like they don't want to give you a single yard if you if you get you know eight yards on first down second and two it's not a given that you're going to be picking up that first down uh, over over the next two plays and that's just it's such a great feeling to watch after this Falcons defense has been you know a sieve for for you know the better part of you know three or four or five years um really even when the Falcons offense was dominant in some of those years the, you know, the defense really struggled at times so it's been fun to watch this this group and it just feels like they're growing confidence and last week I think was a bit of a gut check for them it was a little bit of a, like you know we kind of we gambled one too many times we got you know and I think that they're going to come out and really establish who they are what that what this the identity of this defense is today Joe we get sex I think they will get some sacks today, though. Against, if you're going against a rookie quarterback making his first NFL start, they have a tendency to hold on to the ball, and I think that there's a great opportunity for this Falcons defense um, not to just intercept Jaron Hall, but to sack him, get those strip fumbles, you know, um, bring some stuff at him that he might not be expecting. It's going to be a game full of unscouted looks, I think, when you look at the injuries that both those, these teams have, the, the, the kind of you know pieces that they're swapping in with quarterbacks making their first starts for the teams this year it's going to be a fascinating um kind of tactical matchup i think between the coaching staffs of these two teams again i i think this defense has taken incredible strides i think ryan nielsen uh deserves a ton of credit uh for the scheme that he's put together uh and oh by the way i'll say this terry fontenot deserves a ton of credit for adding the players that they have and Jetsy Bates may be one of the most underappreciated signings of yeah. the free agent offseason for what he's done for this defense yeah. and how much safeties actually matter. Yeah, the, the, specifically the, 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 the pro scouting, the, the scouting that this team has done, signing free agents and even signing guys who are pros but have maybe have not been playing at the top level, like getting LaCale London from the XFL who's come in, you end up giving him a two-year contract. I mean, these are the kinds of signings that really – you need to hit on. I know there's a lot of focus all the time about the draft and how well teams draft and all that, and certainly that is hugely important. But when it comes down to spending the, the cap space that you have, it's so important to hit on those guys because if you don't, you really set yourself back and you end up having to rely on guys that you hope that hit that were you drafted in the third, fourth rounds. Let me, let me give you one more stat about this Falcons defense. I may blow your mind. I love it. Falcons are sixth in the NFL defensively in fewest yards after catch allowed. You know what that means? They tackle well. Yeah, yeah, you know what that means? Yeah. That guys catch balls, the they get to secondary the secondary tackles well. Right? Yeah. Like, those are things that, that, that are differences in games. You look at teams with bad defenses, the Broncos, the Bears, the Giants, the Raiders, Chargers. These are all teams that through eight weeks of football have given up nearly 1,000 yards after the catch. Wow. Wow. Like, <laughs> that's, a, that's an incredible. extra 1,000 yards to your opponents through eight games. <laughs> that's amazing. That's like math. over 100 yards a game. Yeah, it's it's bad. So, you know, um, it's one of those things where, 
I think when you objectively look at this defense, and, and as I said earlier, this sort of feeds into the frustration with the offense because the defense is so good. Yeah, you know, totally. The defense is totally. good enough to help them win games, and it's and it's good enough to keep them. And in reality, for an offense that's only scoring 17 points a game, the fact that they have four wins is kind of almost laughable to a certain extent, but their defense is that good. Yeah, yeah. And that's ultimately what's changed the game uh, for this team. So, um, and I feel like from a fan's perspective, like you don't want to see this defense wasted. Uh, you know, like you don't want to waste this these these this defensive performance that you get from an offense that's turning the ball over constantly and putting them in bad positions. And you got to give this defense credit for handling so many of those situations and really calming games down where things could get out of hand with the way that this team has turned the ball over this year. Yeah, they could have, and the defense has bailed them out more often than not. Yep. But, you know, uh, didn't do it last week. Last, you know, it's funny. They always say, oh, the de- you know, the defense will have their, their games where they carry us to a victory, and then there will be games where we need the offense to score 30 points. Like, yeah, you needed that offensive performance last week, didn't you? <laughs> because that was one where I really felt like they were kind of trying to read Will Loves' eyes and gamble on some balls. And, you know, you give him credit. Like, I don't think he was fantastic quarterback, but he did just a good enough job to just kind well, of put it up in the air for some of his guys. Give some credit to DeAndre Hopkins for the yeah, little push-off. For a little, yeah, a little, uh, little, little horse little, collar, uh, offensive I mean, horse a- collar. A- a- AJ looked really bad on that play when you just saw the tail end of it. It's like, what happened? Yeah. Why is he so far behind him? Yeah. And then you watch the whole thing. Oh, yeah. 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 So, again, I, I mean, I, I objectively – as a non-fan, like just, you know, when you look at the stock of team, yes, there, there are things they need to work on. There are things they need to get better. Um, and, and most of it's really on the offensive side of the ball. I just don't know that a quarterback change is the panacea they're looking for. I don't know that changing quarterbacks all of a sudden fixes all these problems. Look, could Taylor Heineke go out there and have an amazing game? Yeah, he could. And I'll be sure be hearing from some people eating crow about it. Of course, you know, those people love to live in a one-game sample size because, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Yeah. But... That said, over the 25 games that Taylor Heineke has started in his career, I've got a pretty good idea of what his numbers tell me he is. If all of a sudden he's gotten a hell of a lot better, nobody's seen it yet. Right. Nobody's seen it yet. Right. Right. So, and, um, you know, it's funny because Heineke has been kind of like the, the, the small sample size king in his career where he's had these big moments where, you know, they are moments. Um, and will he be able to string them together now that Taylor he's a little Heineke bit more He started a game last year where he walked into Philadelphia with an undefeated Eagles team with the Commanders and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Monday Night Football, no but less, and but we it, all saw it. It's also worth noting that, you know, Desmond Ritter, frankly, knows this offense a lot better than Taylor Heineke would at this point in his career. I mean, like, Desmond Ritter had an entire year to just sit there and basically learn the offense. Taylor Heineke came in, you know, this offseason and has had a lot less time, basically one year less time for what we, you know, understand is, is a quite a complex offensive scheme. So do wonder if they might have to, you know, limit some of the, the kind of calls that they make, but you just hope that, I think that from Arthur Smith's perspective, the hope with Taylor Heineke is that he'll just be able to handle in-game situations a little bit better. Uh, again, we talked about it when it comes to pass protection and all that. I, I think the biggest thing for Arthur Smith today as a play caller and we want to dive, I want to dive into this play calling thing here coming up in a little bit. But you don't have to try to outthink the room today. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I'm going to drop back and throw a 70 yard bomb in the first play of Taylor Heineke. Nobody's expecting that. This should be an establish your identity kind of game exactly. on both sides of the ball. Exactly. All right. Um, we have a lot more to do here on the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for the Ticketmaster halftime show. Uh, that is uh, coming up here as well on the network pregame show. Ticketmaster, the official marketplace of the Falcons and the NFL. Coming up next, we'll get more into 
the Falcons' keys to the game. Alongside Smoking Joe Patrick, Mark Zeno. it is the Wait For Tailgate Show on Sports Radio 929 Game, 929Game.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.